You're listening to Two Smart Assets with Chris Thompson and Danny Nichols. This is your source for passive investing in real estate syndications. It's time for us to gain knowledge and take action. So let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This is the Two Smart Assets podcast. I am your host, Danny Nichols, here once again with my brother, my friend, my co-host, Chris Thompson. What's up, dude? How you doing, Danny, man? Good to see you. Man, good to see you too. It's been you know it's been a week, but it feels like it's been longer than that. Longer <laughs> than that, um, it's a uh, it's been a it's been uh, it's been pretty good so far. How's your week been going? Uh, it's pretty good, you know. Just trying to stay productive, kind of do everything I can do, you know, while being you know while working from home, you know. So just making connections and uh, just trying to build some relationships, you know. Have you found um, working at home to be challenging as compared to what it was before? Uh, personally, I mean, just. I know I have, but yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. I mean, just the, the limited interactions with people that I would normally get through, you know, just being able to go outside uh, and congregate around others and those opportunities to, it's cliche, but those opportunities to shake hands with others, you know, uh, you know, and now when I'm just, when everybody's limited to just the technology and zoom meetings and stuff, like it's just a little bit different, uh, you know, just something you got to kind of adapt to and hopefully this won't last for too long, but. Yeah, I mean, sure. yeah, I, I've definitely found a, a, it a little bit challenging. I mean, I'm still out and about doing some things, working and stuff like that. But for the most part, uh, it, it's definitely different. And having to, you know, kind of catch myself before going to do something that I normally do, you know, I, it's kind of kind of thrown me for a loop. But getting used to it, and hopefully things get back to the way they were, at least something in that manner. But, um, but yeah, anyways, man, great seeing you. Great talking to you. You know, we're, we're always going to have fun. I think today's going to be uh, a good topic, a great episode. So, hey, but before we jump into it, if you're a passive investor or looking to get into passive investing, head over to our website, twosmartassets.com. We have some great resources for you there. Actually, we have two. One of them is uh, our guide to passive investing in apartment syndications. It's a great overview about how you can get started in apartment syndication investing. And to accompany that, we have a sample deal that Chris has generally created, generously created for us. Um, this sample deal is going to give you an idea of what an apartment syndication opportunity will look like. And, you know, really with this is being comfortable with reviewing this type of information. It's going to have you ready for when a real deal comes your way. So this is imperative. So, and then after you check these out, if you have any questions or anything you want to talk about in regards to these resources, leave us a message, hit us up to smartassets.com. Like I said, we have a contact us page. You can leave us a message there or you can find us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We post every weekday, uh, try to give you guys some good stuff on there. So send us a message on social media or drop a comment on one of our posts. You know, we'd love to talk to each and every one of you. Also, if you're a fan of the show, please, 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 it really helps us if you would go to wherever you're listening or watching the show, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, wherever, please leave us a rating and written review or, and subscribe to the show. This is really going to help us build, build a brand, be able to reach more people to provide this type of information to them and really you know, get them on the path to investing into something that's really going to potentially change your lives. I mean, we've noticed that this happened for us. So please, if you could, please leave us a rating and written review. We'd greatly appreciate it. So, all right, today we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to our hearts. And it's uh, basically investing in real estate while working a full-time job. Because guess what? This is exactly how we got started. You know, we were working full-time jobs and basically had this itch to put our money to work for us. You know, we had money sitting around and, you know, we 
we could have done something with it and what are we going to do? All right, well, so do a little bit of research and quickly find out. I mean, it's all over that real estate investing in real estate is a great way to achieve the type of returns that we were looking for really. So, and then if you fast forward to today, we're all in on real estate investing and still working full-time jobs. I'm, and this goes to speak for something else. Um, you know, you might want to start uh, investing in real estate because you hear people achieving financial freedom to basically quit their jobs. If that's the route you want to take, boom, do it, you know, but for some people, that's not the case. Some people just want to invest in real estate uh, because they want extra returns. They don't necessarily want to quit their full-time jobs. So really when it comes to this, investing in real estate while working a full-time job, we're not unique in this situation. You know, most people start their real estate investing journey this, this exact same way. Uh, And it's just, it's just the way it is. But you know, before we, before we jump into really what it takes to get into real estate investing while working a full-time job, uh, we're going to cover a few or go over a few common excuses that keep people from basically starting or even taking the plunge of getting into, uh, you know, real estate investing. So one of the, one of the biggest and most common excuses that I hear, and I'm sure you've heard the same thing, Chris, is that simply don't have enough time. And to, I've said this before in my life, you know, when it comes to these things, I've said this before, Chris, I'm sure you've had a similar statement yeah. to this. Uh, and so, but really, it's just an easy excuse to get out of doing the initial initial legwork and, you know, overcoming that fear and just taking the action and, you know, getting it done. Uh, another common excuse uh, we hear a lot is, I don't know how to get started. <laughs> the thing is, we've said it before and we'll say it again. As with anything you're unfamiliar with, uh, you need to spend some time doing research and getting a basic education about that topic. You can't, you can't escape this. It's just, you're going to have to do it. Um, it's just, it's just one thing you have to do. Uh, also, another common excuse is there's no way I can do all this work by myself. It's too much. It's impossible. You know, how am I supposed to, how am I supposed to get all this done by myself? Well, really, to that, I'd say you're absolutely right. In fact, doing everything by yourself is something you should avoid. Uh, Chris and I, I mean, we know this from experience because we've tried to do this, everything ourselves before. And let's just say... Um, yeah, don't do that. Uh, just basically. So really, these are just a few common excuses that people use to prevent themselves from taking the next step, you know? Yeah, we, we know this all a little too well. Right, for sure. No question. So now let's cover some uh, strategies that eliminate uh, these excuses, really, the excuses we just covered. And let's also talk a little bit about some of the steps for putting uh, that hard earned money to work for you while you're working a full-time job. I mean, you're making this money, put it to work for you. You know, there's, you're going to take massive steps in your growth if you do this. So I'd say probably the first thing you need to do is determine which route suits you best. And, and this, this is going to speak to the excuse of, I don't know how to get started. So before jumping into an investment, we all, you should know, we all know, you should start constructing an educational foundation. We've said it before, right? It, it, really, this is going to take some time. So block out some time in your day. If you're not familiar with time blocking, get familiar with it because it's amazing and you should do it. Uh, w- but that time that you block out, whether that's before work or on your lunch break or after work, whenever, start educating yourself on this type of investing and the type that actually suits you best. And, you know, we understand that your time is limited because we've been in the same position, but if it's something you really want, then you'll make the time to get it done. 
Yeah, you make some pretty good points for sure. You know, if you want to be involved in real estate investing, it's important to know and understand like why that is. Why are you trying to get into this? You know, we 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 did a previous episode, you know, where we talked about kind of like the big why. So I'm not really gonna go heavy on that right now, but it's crucial for you to understand why you have your goals because this is certainly gonna be a test of your ded- dedication, you know. Time is most valuable and where you choose to spend yours will in part dictate how your life's going to turn around or turn out. I mean, and so, you know, starting out in real estate investing, you know, is just like starting a new business, uh, maybe even from scratch, you know, it's going to take some, some really focused time to do that research and to make calls, look at properties, you know, writing a business plan, you know? So, you know, we all, we all talk about not having enough time and well, as much as that may be true at times, I think it's uh, it's an immediate roadblock you're introducing into the mix. You know, I know that there is a ton of us that stay busy, Danny included, myself included. You know, I, sure. I always wish that there was just a couple more hours in a day to get a few extra things done. We just can't get around that. But one thing I suggest, uh, like I said, we talked about this before, but get a calendar, get a planner. Start looking more closely and planning your days carefully if you aren't already. Plan even down to the hour, you know. So this alone is just going to help you understand, you know, where you are in your in spending your time throughout the day. When you see when you see spaces of time that can be filled, whether in the morning lunch or uh, you know even staying up late, you know, this is how we all find time, you know, just to kind of hone our craft. You got to create that time, you know. So it's going to take a little bit of dedication. Uh, maybe even almost an obsession of sorts, you know, it's, it's got a command. It's got a command that time be dedicated to additional productivity. Okay. So think about getting up an hour earlier, utilize your lunch break. Like I said, uh, you know, maybe just use your lunch break to, to crunch some numbers or make a networking, networking connection. Uh, you know, maybe even go to bed a little bit later, burn some of that midnight oil, you know, when there's something that you really want to achieve, you'll find a way to get it done. You know, <clears throat> I've even used paid leave work, paid leave from work, but not to vacation, but just to get more accomplished, you know, without having to worry about my W2 job, just to free up a little bit of time. You're a beast, Chris. But one, one, of, the, one of the great things about real estate investing is that there, there are many different ways to get basically get started. So some, some ways are going to be more active and they're going to take more of your time and effort and you're going to spend more time actually doing the things with the real estate investing. For example, stuff like uh, maybe like flipping houses or being a wholesaler, they're, they're going to eat up your time. I mean, yep. potentially they're going to eat up a lot of your time. Uh, other avenues or vehicles for real estate investing, they're going to be more passive and they're going to allow you to pursue, uh, you know, the time to pursue other activities because basically you've taken a lot of these tasks out of your hands. So for example, investing in real estate syndications is a great way to become a passive investor. You know, obviously Chris and I are big proponents of this strategy and we suggest any full-time worker to look into this and to look into adding this to their income stream uh, for their portfolios, you know, when deciding, but the, I think when it comes to all this, when you're deciding what route you want to take, you're going to have to be honest with yourself, right? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Can you see yourself being a landlord and making house calls, you know, at crazy hours or on the weekends or using most of your free time to work on a property, uh, work on the property repairs and the renovations? Uh, Can you see yourself doing this? Or maybe you'd prefer to invest with, you know, a reputable company and let them do all the work for you. So 
you know, we're all different. So it's important to understand what you want your role to be and how dedicated you are to these projects. Cause they potentially, it's going to eat up some time for sure. No, perfect. Uh, you know, when you and I first started, you know, with, a. a you know, with single family homes, you know, we were so green and we knew, you know, that we could do just about any of those projects ourselves, you know, with just a little bit of research. But one thing we really didn't consider is that while we might be able to redo a kitchen ourselves, you know, to save a little bit of money, looking back, it might not have been the best use of our time. You know, we might have been able to save a little bit of money, but personally, you know, I'm very capable, but when it comes down when it comes down to it, you know, it's going to at least take me like two times as long to get this project done because I first have to do the research and then I have to jack it up and then I have to do it right. So, you know, that, that time, you know, that that's just wasted time that I had when I wasn't playing to my strengths and my weaknesses. Yeah. I'm one of my strengths is that I'm able to figure it out, but my weaknesses, I don't, I don't do kitchens. So I should just (laughs) hire someone who that's their strength, you know? So, you know, in doing that, you know, we're, we're not playing to our strengths. I had the, we had the ability, we both had the ability to, to hire out, but we chose not to. It cost us precious time. Uh, We really could have been using that time somewhere else to propel us further down the line, or or we could have been using that to spend time with, you know, friends or family or go ride a jet ski or whatever, you know? So, which is, which is my point, like hire out that work that you need done when you're able to. Uh, you know, understand where your strengths and weaknesses lie and, and build that network of people around you that can help you get those things done, you know, in a timely manner and, and at reasonable prices, you know, and then guess what? You're a job creator as well. So, you know, renovation, re- renovations, repairs, remodeling and construction, you know, those should all be hired out. Uh, think about a property management, I'm sorry, think about a property management company to do your tenant and screening and retention, your marketing, 24 hour maintenance, you know, that alone is just worth the cost to me. So, you know, think about that free time that you just opened up by playing to somebody else's strengths and just outsourcing the work. You know, that is, I think the primary reason we love syndicating apartments so much, we're utilizing the strengths of others to pursue that same common goal. That's exactly why we prefer that method. You know, I mean, working full-time jobs, we, we don't need to have two or three full-time jobs, you know, we need to have our full-time job and be able to rely on the professionals to handle this, you know, which brings me to another point, no matter which investing path you choose, you need to realize that you're going to have, you're going to have to be dedicated, whether you pursue, you know, a very active investing role or a more passive role, uh, you're going to have to dedicate a good portion of your personal time especially early in the process, right? I mean, depending on what it is, if you get stuff lined out, obviously it might, you know, uh, die off. uh, But especially early in the process, you're going to have to dedicate some time. So for example, if you're wanting to be a passive investor in uh, real estate syndications, it's imperative you understand uh, how this process works. Uh, You're going to want to determine the type of real estate that makes sense for you as an investment. Maybe that's apartments. Maybe that's self-storage mobile home parks, assisted living or or something else, you know, there's a lot of things you can get into, but it's good to know the risks associated with each asset type and also how they performed in the past. Uh, Again, you want these things to line up with yourself. Also, you should get familiar with reputable operators and begin to build relationships with them. We've talked about this many times, and this is one of the most imperative things that you need to do. 
align yourself with a team that fits your style and has a great reputation among others in that space. And you're going to set yourself up for success for sure. Also, you want to know which markets are best suited for these investments. So be familiar with how to analyze a market. These things are going to take time, right? So this is that dedicated time we're talking about. Actually, these three things that we just talked about, one, defining your ideal real estate investment vehicle, two, building a team, and three, choosing the correct markets. This is a strategy, a real estate investing strategy that applies to almost any type of real estate investing. And, you know, this is, it's just one of those things. This is especially true if you hold a full-time job and may not have the ability to dedicate full-time hours to something else, such as real estate investing, you know? Right. This is where, this is really where perseverance comes into play. Ooh. You know, let's get, let's get one thing straight. You know, the, these things aren't going to happen overnight or, or very quickly in, you know, many cases, but it's extremely necessary that you have a real handle on what you're getting yourself into. Okay. Much of this process just takes time and consistency. You know, it takes time to find and build those relationships with the people with whom you'd like to align yourself. You know, it takes time to learn how to analyze a property. Some of these things aren't even exactly fun. You might not think it's fun, at least at first, but again, like you need to be a little bit obsessive about it and then it'll kind of become part of you, I guess, you know, and we, we all have, uh, we all have setbacks and delays and failures, you know, but you just have to get past that, get back up, keep fighting. You know, when these things get tough, just take a step back, consider where you, where you were and where you are now, you know, just remember why you're pursuing your goal. Just have that big why, you know, that's going to serve your mindset when these things get tough. You know, I got to say, having that big why is something that I really struggled with at the beginning. It was not, it was something that I had trouble defining and, you know, getting locked down. And uh, I have to say, once you get that locked down, it's really going to help you quite a bit. Uh, it's helped me quite a bit. So having that big why and it's going to, like Chris said, it's going to help to help with your mindset when times get tough. And, you know, we've been through some tough times recently and there are going to be tough time, more tough times ahead. So having that big why is uh, critical. Now I want to jump into something that I think is also very critical and may potentially be one of the most important things that you can do within real estate investing, especially if you have a full-time job. So I want to talk about the importance of uh, building a team. So, Building a team, really, it's going to eliminate the excuse of, you know, I have to do everything on my own. How am I going to do this all on my own? I don't have time for this. It's impossible. You know, how am I going to do all this? And then it also touches on the excuse of not having enough time, right? Well, in building a team, what you're, what you're really doing is you're outsourcing a lot of this work, potentially almost all of it, to experienced professionals that, mm -hmm. listen – they're going to be doing these things for you and they're going to be doing it at a top level if you can get the right team in place. And this is going to take a lot of the tasks out of your hands and really just leave you more time to go do other things, right? Because if you were doing all of this stuff on your own, it's going to eat up a lot of your time. And, you know, it's going to take away from maybe your family time or uh, pursuing your hobbies or maybe you're doing some charity work or something. Like this is going to eat up a lot of the time and you want that to be free. So in my mind, this is probably, no, this is the most important part of real yep. estate investing for sure. And as I said uh, before in this episode, really, this applies 
to all types of real estate investing. If you're, if you're investing in single family homes or doing flips, there are a number of resources and connections you should have available. And we've experienced this and you know, you can read this in tons of articles, but having a lender, uh, getting your contractors lined up, real estate agents, uh, property managers, these are just going to be a few of the critical pieces for that you need to have for your real estate investing strategy, especially if you're doing the single family homes or flips or anything like that. These are, you're going to have to have these pieces. So the, the one thing that I really want to just make clear, and we've kind of touched on this earlier, but trying to handle all that stuff on your own, it's going to take up so much time and it could turn into a nightmare very quickly. Let's just be, mm-hmm. let's just be frank. So, uh, and, and like we said earlier about, you know, passive investing in real estate syndications, getting to know the sponsors or, you know, the team or however you want to define it, it's going to be your best move for investing in real estate. It's specifically for that investing strategy. And we're talking about sponsors uh, and, you know, in apartment syndications or any type of syndication really. But these are the people with all the experience, the connections and the resources. So, and they're going to be doing all the heavy lifting. They're basically going to be doing all the work. So align yourself with the right team. Uh, this is a must because you're relying on them to execute the business plan as you know, projected or, you know, as, as you've discussed before. So also one of the key, some of the key pieces that you really want to have is uh, a CPA and a lawyer lined up. Cause I mean, if you want to do your own taxes, that's awesome. Do it. I don't. And I also don't want to do my own legal work because I don't know much about that stuff. I mean, I know a little bit, but just enough to get me in trouble. Right. So mm-hmm let somebody else handle that stuff. So finding the right pieces for your team, listen, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some dedication and you know, you might have to go through a few people before you run, find the right team. You know, it's just, this is, this is the way it works. Um, but you know, after all the effort is put out and your team is set up, it's going to be worth it because you're going to have a streamlined process, uh, you know, and having that trustworthy team in place, it's really going to remove a lot of uh, the work uh, from your shoulders. You know, it's just like lifting this burden off, you know, now you can operate efficiently and do the things that you really do. This is especially true while working a full-time job. I just want to make that point, right? Cause we only have so much time in our lives and so much time of the day. So you want to be as efficient and as effective as possible with the free time that you do have. Uh, you know, you, you make some, some pretty good points there. And I think everybody, everybody has the same couple of reasons, you know, that they want to get back or that they want to get into real estate. You know, it's like financial freedom, you know, people want that. People want the ability to free up time. That's what it's supposed to. That's what's great about real estate is it actually allows for that to happen. But Mm. there's no point in getting into real estate. If all you're going to do is just like, you know, if you already have a job, and now you're in real estate too. You don't have any. You might have some money now because you got a little bit of a, a passive income coming in. But if you're not doing it right, like you're just you're wasting all of your time. You're not freeing up that time. So I mean, right. yeah, I think you should be doing everything that you can, but within reason. Like just like I said, rely on others, and that's what this is. Like so we can all accomplish the same goal together instead of you just you know working your butt into the dirt you know, and then you don't, well, you might have a little bit of money at the end, but now you're just too tired to even enjoy it, you know? So for sure, you know, so you talk about, you know, being efficient, you know, we need to bring up organization. All right. Ah, So this, this goes, this goes, this goes back to the calendar, you know, so just plan and organize, keep things where they need to be. 
all right? You know, build your systems for getting those tasks completed and just stick to them, right? Just use it until it breaks, all right? Don't just leave notes, uh, you know, laying around thinking you're going to get to that later. I'm definitely guilty of that. I love a post-it note, you know, but after a while, I'm going to forget where it is. It's going to get lost and eventually something will get lost and something will fall through the cracks. And I hope for your sake, it's something small, but in my sake, you know, it, it made me look real stupid in front of somebody. And I'm like, ah, this totally could have been avoided. It's ridiculous. I won't even, it's a, there's a funny story around that, but I won't even talk about that today. So basically just keep a planner, just control your time. You'll, you'll find a way to, to fit in a little study time, you know, it's whatever, but really this is just going to, it's really just going to serve your personal life better as well. So running long days, they're going to get tiresome, you know, and while you're doing that, other parts of your life are just going to, you know, begin to see that neglect and, and you're going to burn yourself out if you're working yourself to death. So, you know, it can really take a toll on you and your family as well, you know, in your planner. What I immediately, what I did when I figured out that I needed a planner was I went ahead and scheduled some fun time first. That way, when a lot of my, a lot of my calendar is blank, then I know, you know, you know, at seven o'clock tonight, I'm hanging everything up and I'm gonna watch a movie with my girlfriend, you know, but if I didn't schedule that in that seven o'clock is going to be filled up with something else. And then she's going to get mad at me later. So, you know, just, <laughs> you know, and I think, you know, <clears throat> at, at the end, you know, it's, it's easier for me to remain focused, you know, when I know that at a certain point I can put all this stuff down and have a little bit of fun or just some time for relaxation or whatever, you know, that, that adds to my sense of accomplishment, you know, that I can confidently say that, that I'm proud of the work that I did. You know, when I, when I first got into real estate, I had this overwhelming sense of urgency to, to learn everything that I could really without even thinking that I couldn't learn everything in a day. There's just so much to be done all the time. It feels like, and, and I got sucked into that really bad. You know, that just, that just led to super long days and late nights and lost time with some of my friends, my family, my girlfriend over here, you know, she, it just, it just led to a, a little bit of relative unhappiness, I guess, just, I, I didn't really have control of my time, you know, so when I had that mindset of that overwhelming mountain of inter- information that was just hanging over me that needed to be consumed, it, it made any kind of fun, unenjoyable, like guilt. Because when I was having a little bit of fun, me and you, we went jet skiing. I felt immediately I'm neglecting my business, right? (laughs) So (laughs) there's just just always something that I need to do. So just understanding that everything's not going to be learned in a day, you know, and and that in that day that I was focused and I was productive, I had a peace of mind at the end of it, you know, when I was actually able to spend real quality time, you know, doing something else or hanging out with somebody who I, who I care about, you know, and, and I found, you know, where I could really work to done, I guess, you know, I don't necessarily want to be a workaholic, but I, I want, and I need that leisure time to spend the way I see fit. I didn't get into real estate so I could work 15 hours a day. I got into real estate, so maybe I could work I don't know, four hours a day or maybe even four hours a week. So, you know, the, the reason people get into real estate is because those benefits are so high. You know, it can be seriously rewarding if you're hardworking and motivated and honest. And if you enjoy networking and helping others, 
Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. They have some great stories there, but I, I have found that uh, burnout is a real thing. Really, um, it's not not something you should avoid. You know, if you're a full time real estate investor, that's what you do. You can still burn out, but you know, if you're working a full time job and you're you know dedicating a lot of hours and time to investing in real estate, it's gonna it can get pretty heavy. You know, I mean, you can really especially if you have a family, you have a lot of other stuff going on. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna, you might get burned out. So I think, I think having, you know, your point to scheduling and scheduling in, you know, your productivity times and also your leisure times is great. Cause what, what I've also found, and this is kind of what you were talking about before is, you know, if you schedule, if you time block and you schedule correctly, you're going to be in without distractions. That's a key, right? If you can, your productive time, if you can schedule those productive times with 100% focus or as focused as much as you can, you're probably going to be more productive than, say, if you had a full day of unfocused, quote unquote, productivity time, right? You're going to get so much more done in that limited amount of time if you're just focused and you have that time block. This is all I'm doing. Set my phone down if it doesn't involve your phone, obviously, uh, and I'm getting this done. Well, you might be able to knock that out in an hour or two or three or whatever. And but if you're unfocused throughout the day and you're not time blocking and you know organizing your time ac- uh, appropriately, it might take you all day to get that done just because you've been distracted by life, you know, the whirlwind of life that we go through. So, and I think that takes into account obviously the leisure time too. So if you can time block and organize your your uh, your productivity time uh, appropriately and then you know put in that time to go jet skiing or whatever you want to do maybe for a day or half a day or a couple hours you're gonna feel pretty good i mean we've noticed that right i mean you might have some you might have some i guess you call it regret it's not really regret in the moment of like man i should i should be doing something more productive you know but uh, we're all gonna have that yeah it's, it's super hard to escape that feeling until I remember, like, I actually crushed it today because yeah. I I was looking forward to this. You, I, We keep bringing up this jet ski thing, but, like, I was looking forward to this all day. So it kept my nose in the books. You know, it kept me, like, on this grind because I know here in a little while I'm probably going to feel pretty terrible about smiling too hard because <laughs> I have a stack of stuff that's going on in my desk. Right. So – yeah, he's got to find a, a find a way to kind of work until you're you know until you're happy with the the productivity of the day. That way you can push it out of your mind for a little while and enjoy something else for a minute. Absolutely, and you know this is going to be imperative if you're trying to get into real estate investing while working a full time job. And hopefully, we've touched on a a, a good number of points uh, about investing in real estate while working a full time job, and that you can do it. And yeah, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some effort. But you can do it and you should do it. I mean, really, if this is a line, lines with your goals and what you're trying to achieve uh, financially or just whatever, look into this. It's it's helped a lot of people. It's helped us. I know it's helped me. I know it's helped Chris. And uh, this, is, this is something that we fully believe in. So if you're working a full-time job, you can do it for sure. Just want to make sure that everybody knows that. So check into it. All right. Well, Chris, we're about out of time here. You got anything else for today? I'm pretty happy, man. Today was a good day. Yeah, it was a good episode. I think we made uh, talked about a lot of good stuff. So, um, well, Chris, if you don't have anything else for this episode, uh, we appreciate all you guys tuning in, listening to the show, and we'll see you next week. Take care, guys. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. Head over to iTunes to subscribe to the show. And while you're there, we really appreciate you leaving a rating and written review. 
you have any questions or topics you'd like to hear on the show, connect with us on social media or through our website at twosmartassets.com. We look forward to speaking to each and every one of you. Talk to you soon.